Hello, my name is Sarah Sloan, and you're listening to The Sarah Sloan Show. It wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. The name's Sarah Sloan, and the game is Sarah Sloan. All right, I'm here joining you for another day. Hope you guys are doing well out there. You're all beautiful, remember that, okay? Even if your mother and your father said something differently, don't believe it. All right, I'm joined here with my friend Juliana Merrill, and she is really cool. Uh, we actually met very recently whenever I went to Patriot Academy, and Patriot Academy is that mock legislation thing that I have done before, and she's a lot younger than me. I'm not going to disclose her age because it would embarrass her. Uh, and we had a lot of fun rooming together and then just getting to know each other throughout the week. She has a strong interest in movies and she has made several of her own. I'm hoping one day that she can release them because the public deserves to watch it. Sorry. Sorry for my emotion there. Uh, guys, you're going to see her. You're going to see her on the silver screen one day. She is totally going to be like a top A celebrity. So I'm just trying to keep close to her because I'm using her. Um, that's really the goal here. Uh, all right. So yeah, let's, let's start this conversation off. Uh, Juliana, how are you doing? Hi, Sarah. I'm doing good for you. I'm really good. Wow, that's a great way to start off the conversation. That was that was an amazing introduction. Like, I don't even know what to say. Wow. Yeah. Wait. What's it? I see you have a purple journal there. What's in the journal? Um, I don't know. Some answers to the questions you're gonna ask me. Oh, you like prepared? Okay. So normally, yeah. whenever I do these kind of interviews with people, uh, I some of them ask for the questions that I'm going to ask them. And then some people don't Juliana did. Cause I think she was a little nervous. And so I, you know, I just like off the top of my head thought of some questions and then I, uh, I give them to her and most people don't even like prepare answers. You are different. And I like that about you. Um, so yeah. So you like movies a lot, Juliana, what got you interested in movies? Um, I don't know. I guess we discovered the iMovie app on my sister's iPod like a few years ago we thought, oh, we should use this. And then we've always written stories or plays. And then we were like, well, what if we made a movie? So we did that with our cousins a few years ago. And then we, we loved it. So we just been keep keeping doing that. But what even like started you like writing the plays and stuff like because that believe it or not, that is not normal for people to do that. Um, I honestly don't know, because I guess we'd done it since we were little. Like, we put on plays in the living room. They were terrible. Like, they were so bad. But then we joined, um, like, a local musical group. And so my sister and I were in that. We were in Alice in Wonderland and Willy Wonka. They were really fun. And then we joined another drama group, and we did melodramas. We did some serious plays. We did um, Silver Chair from Narnia. So that one was fun. And then... We've been done it on the side with our friends and stuff. I, I honestly don't know, like, what started it, but just, like, trying something new and then being like, oh, we really like this, and then we kind of grown in that, so, like, movies are now our favorite thing to do. Yeah, so, okay, so, like, the doing the plays versus, like, making your own movies, what do you prefer if you had to, like, never do one or the other again and you had to choose? Movies, for sure. Wow. Um. Because you can come up with the own story and you can like have whoever you want in it or you can do a small, small group thing or you can like 
in, invite like everyone you can think of into the movie. So it's a little more flexible that way. Yeah. And how many movies have you done so far? Um, five, I think. So three. Yeah, we did five and we're working on two. At so. the same time? Um, one of them we're working on, like we've started filming already. The other one we're just working on writing, writing it right now. Um, it's Little Women, which is kind of like a story that's all really special because I think all of our friends have sisters. We love that story. And we were like, oh, we should try to do that. But um, there's just a lot of stuff that's gotten in the way. Like when we don't have money, but we're all broke. Like <laughs> and where are we going to film it? Because we live in the desert. So it's like all, all this stuff. But we're just writing it right now. So we'll see where it goes. I never thought about that. Yeah, that you do live in the desert uh, in California. And there's just, it's not the greenery. You could, yeah, if you did it where I live, like it'd be perfect. It would like totally yeah. work. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. When we went to Texas, I was like, I'd love to live here, film all the movies there. It would be amazing. You need to move already. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta graduate first. Yeah, true that. Um, okay, but the actual process of, like, making the movie, so you, it kind of seems like you come up with the idea, you write the script, then you pick the people, then you get the equipment and the costumes you need. Like, explain explain the process fully. So first, you need an idea, of course, and write it down. Then you need to find people interested in doing the movie and find out, like, make a list after you've written it where each scene is going to need to be filmed. Like, okay, is this set outside? Where can, we, where can we film that? Can we make a trip out of town for the forest scene or whatever? Um... And then after you kind of get an idea, then you start scheduling when you're going to film. At least that's how we do it. Um, when we do movies with our cousins, though, we just write it one day, we film it the next day, and we edit it the next day. So, like, that's how quickly we do it when we're, like, spending time with them and stuff. So we've gotten pretty fast doing it that way, but the more people you have, you have to coordinate more schedules, and it gets kind of difficult. And... Um, especially in the summer, because we have to do them in the summer since we all have school and stuff. And then um, everyone takes vacations at different times. So it takes a lot longer with more people. Dang, I didn't even know it could be that quick. Like you're saying, yeah, like almost like a three-day process to even yeah. make this. Usually, if it's like 30 or 40 minutes, and like, um, I don't know if I, the one I sent you, I think that was four days we made. Wow. So yeah, we just write it on paper. Like we don't even use Google Docs or anything. <laughs> Usually we write it down and then we just, a lot of times not even memorize it. We just make it up when we do it. Really? So, so the story and like the basic outline. Okay, kind of follow this just so that we get the point across, but then we just make up what we say a lot of times. Okay. Cause I was going to ask like, how do you memorize the lines? But it sounds like you kind of don't. We, yeah, we just kind of read through it once or twice before we film, and then we just film. And if you don't remember, hopefully you know your character well enough to know what they would say. That's, that's basically, like, if you forget your lines in any play, any movie, just make sure you know your character to be like, okay, what would my character say? Not like, what's my line, you know? 
That makes anyway. sense. No, I've never thought about that. Like, I'm sure in like the professional world, they would not go for that. But, but also, I've heard that there's a lot of improv in a lot of shows. So, okay, yeah. that, that's interesting. Um, and then as far as like camera equipment and stuff like that, like what cameras do you even use? So usually we just film on phones, like um, iPhones, and for editing, we'll just like airdrop it to maybe iMovie or we'll send it and I'm pretty sure we use DaVinci Resolve for a couple of them. It's an app, an editing app, which it's pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's free. So if you're looking to make a movie, those are two good ones to use. Yeah, no, I've heard uh, some YouTubers mention DaVinci Resolve. So uh, yeah, because then otherwise, if you wanted to do something with Apple, what, what is this called? Final Cut Pro. I think it's like $300. It's pretty expensive. Wow. Okay, yeah. We, we don't use any of that fancy stuff. And we've been looking into getting microphones because we really need microphones. Um, it's always windy where we live. Or if we're doing a scene where we're walking <laughs> in one of our movies, it's we are walking on leaves. And all you can hear is the crunching of the leaves. And we when we watched that scene in the movie, we all thought, we need to get microphones. So we've been kind of saving up and looking for the best option like, do we want ones that you hold over or clip onto your shirt? We're just, like, still looking. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I uh, a bit ago I was thinking of starting a YouTube channel. Um, I haven't really, but uh, I bought a lav mic, and it was about, like, 40 bucks and but it wired and then and then I bought a mini shotgun mic I think that's the other kind you're mentioning and it was about like 40 bucks um but I'm sure that's probably not enough for a movie that's probably not powerful enough for a movie yeah probably not um just kind of depends on what movie because sometimes the majority of the movie is just two people talking or or it'll be a large group so it really depends that's why it's taken us so long to really find which ones we need and which ones we can afford also but no, like the fact that you do it and you're like giving it your best shot. Like I, yeah, because uh, Juliana was kind enough to send me one of them and I was watching it and I told her I was watching it while running on the treadmill and I almost forgot I was running. It was like so funny. Uh, there was one scene where it was like a blooper and <laughs> you got like hit and it was really funny that you guys just inserted yeah. it into the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a total accident. And then... <laughs> And then in the sequel, we had another moment like that where you had a complete accident and we just like kept it in because it was funny. So, no, and then um, uh, her yeah, sister is also fun. in it, um, Katie, and Katie's super, super cool. Uh, she is like, she was multiple characters in the movie. I didn't even like notice. I knew one of them was her, but then the other one I didn't notice the whole time until the end. Like, they are very good at this. It's impressive. Yeah, there's only, like, when we do it with our cousins, there's only five of us, so we just have to play multiple characters. And we try to do our best to make them as drastically different as possible. She was so, so over the top, like, with both her characters, so it just, like, killed <laughs> me. Yeah, she really stole the show. Oh, man. But yeah, no, you were super, like, mellow the whole time. And then if you're, if you're like, curious to know what Juliana looks like, just imagine if uh, Zac Efron was a 15-year-old girl. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> they have the I, same I, face. I, I kind of see it, but at the same time, I just feel like he's too pretty for me to look like him, so. Oh, no. What did your family think whenever you told them? Because I know you did. Um, yeah, I did. Um, my sister agreed, but okay. my parents. They were just confused. They were confused. <laughs> yeah. They oh were like, man. Uh, and then we did the 
like the filter where you can look like a guy, and I looked like him. So, yes, it's kind of <laughs> just a little. It, like we could be brothers. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, yeah, younger brother to Zac Efron because he's getting older yeah. now, right? Yeah, he's thirty-four. He does have a younger brother, actually. Is he as good looking? Mm, some people think so, but not me. His name is Dylan. I'm like, eh. that's a dumb he's, name. No offense. Yeah. It's not as good looking, honestly. <laughs> He's like really tall and kind of scrawny. Okay, so like your celebrity crush is definitely him. Absolutely, yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, who's second? Yeah, since oh my second, Andrew Garfield probably. I I love him as Spider Man. It's amazing, he, and basically anything. I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot of what he does, but I just love him as an actor. No, like, okay, yes, as an actor, he's fine. You liked that movie because it is so awkward. Have you seen the bad lip reading for that movie? What, for Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, for the one that he's in. No, I, ha no, I haven't seen that. It'll ruin the movie for you. <laughs> you have to watch it. Okay, yeah, I will. Have oh. you seen the bad lip reading for High School Musical? Like the no. original one? You have to watch it. It's so funny. It honestly makes the movie better. Like, it doesn't ruin it at all. It just makes it better. Okay, okay. And then the one for Hunger Games is obviously, like, way up there. And then for uh, Twilight, it's also way up there, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. But in my opinion, High School Musical, that one's the best one. Yeah. I haven't seen all of them, though. Yeah, well, they literally have SNL, uh, former SNL cast members, as the voices. That's why it's so yeah. funny. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Uh, I don't know if you... Do you know her? No, not really. I mean, I f she sounds familiar. Very famous, but super funny. Like, just her face alone does it all. Like, she was the one that was pretending to be Kamala Harris uh, in the recent oh, SNL sketches. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't watch that one, but I should. Yeah, no, SNL kind of sucks. I can't blame you for not watching it. <laughs> yeah. But maybe... I only if my favorite actors are on there, so... Oh, okay. Was, has Zac Efron ever been on? Yeah, okay. a couple. He went on there for like a high school musical four. <laughs> it was real. It was really funny, but that's forever ago. And then Andrew Garfield was on there with Emma Stone. I watched that one because they're my favorite. So Emma Stone was an interesting actress that came to the scene because she was the iconic woman for like a two two years. I feel like, and she looked so different than the typical. Like she didn't look like a Blake Lively or like a Jessica Biel or something like that. Like she was so different looking, uh, yeah. yet so beautiful. Yeah, I love her as an actress. She's really cool. Um, I also like Zendaya. Uh, She's pretty cool. Everybody says that. It's getting old. I like her in the Spider-Man movies, but I was just saying this um, with the, the ones with Tom Holland. What they did with MJ's character, it was so, like, imagine if it wasn't Zendaya. It would be such a lame character. Wow. She acted, being emo. Who who would want that? Who would like that? But the fact that Zendaya took that role and she made it something so cool is like, everyone loves her now. But I feel like a character needs to be good on its own and not require a really excellent actor to make it good. I never thought of that. That's actually really, really interesting. Uh, yeah, I, for some reason, like, she just, she did. She made it funny. She made emo funny. Uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Personally, wait. 
I don't like those movies very much. I mean, they're fine, but I really just prefer um, Amazing Spider-Man. The second one, mostly. The third one, she dies? Emma Stone dies, right? That's the second one, she dies. They never made a third one. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Everyone hated the second one because they couldn't handle how sad it was. They just hated it. And also, Andrew Garfield is the most underpaid Spider-Man, I think. (gasps) He was paid the least, yeah. And he never got his third movie. So, I just feel bad for him. Ooh, do you think they're going to switch the Spider-Man again? Like, it's not going to be Tom Holland, they're going to switch again? Because they always seem to. I don't know. I want to see them do another one with Tom Holland. But they really, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil what happened in the last one, but I feel like they kind of ruined it. No, go ahead, spoil it. I don't care. Oh, really? Yeah, seriously, do it. Okay, so, okay. I'm going to spoil it. Hit it. Okay. So, in the end, when Doctor Strange makes his spell and everyone forgets about Peter Parker, they just completely ruined all of the friendship development, the relationship development that he'd made with um, MJ and Ned. That's his name, right? Yeah, Ned. I get it that they're going to kind of start over and it was kind of Spider-Man becoming a man, but it just felt like they just ruined everything they spent three movies working to accomplish. And um, honestly, I don't know what they would even do with the third one, except if they brought in Harry Osborn, which, uh, I don't know. Because he's the only Spider-Man that doesn't have... Uh, Oscorp, and I've heard it said. Okay, heard it said that Spider-Man in the Tom Holland universe was bitten by a radioactive spider that Stark had made, and so Stark is like Stark Industries is the Oscorp of that world. But I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. So, and if they brought in Harry, who would who would even play Harry? Oh, you know who they would do it? Okay, I just thought of of who. And it's going to tick me off to say it, but I know it's true. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. They always do. It's always freaking him, and I can't stand him. (laughs) You hate him? Do you not like him? It's getting old. He is used for everything, and he is the most scrawny, annoying boy. And then you think he's going to sound a certain way when he speaks, and then you hear his voice. He's like, oh, I'm Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and you know I'm right. He's so you annoying. Are, you are right. But that's kind of how I feel about Tom Holland. I think he's annoying. <gasps> yeah. I, I don't mind him that much for some reason. For whatever reason, I don't mind him. Uh Although, like, yeah, he is, he's probably going to get to that level of how annoying Timothy is to me, but for now, he's okay. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's kind of an unpopular opinion. I just think he's too childish. <laughs> it's weird, because I'm, like, I'm a kid, but I don't know. No, I, I, I like get it. Better. Way oh, better. Okay, we got to talk about this, please. Okay. Do you think the uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya relationship is fake or real? I don't know. I I want to think that it's real. But it's like, I don't know. Because I don't, I don't, wouldn't want to expect them to lie, but I kind of do. Yeah. You know? And it's not even like malicious lying, but it's just oftentimes yeah. in the heat of the movie, 
um, in the press and everything else, if there's this staged relationship, it's good PR. Like I, I studied, that was my major in college, public relations. And so it's a, how you can make yourself be presented to the public. And, uh, that can really ramp up movie sales. So I think that's totally what was going on. And I really do believe it's fake, but nobody agrees with me. Everyone thinks it's real. I don't know. I, I don't really watch them because I don't really like him. So I don't know a lot about it at all. But that makes a lot of sense. I, I would definitely not put it past them. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's happened many times before, and they actually did look at, there was a supposed relationship was between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and then uh, Tobey Maguire, and then, I don't remember the MJ for that movie, but they have all, every time they're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of see why they would feel the pressure to be in a relationship, since it has in the past. So, are you saying that the other relationships with the other Spider-Mans are fake? Yeah, like, I'm not saying they hated each other. I'm sure there was a slight attraction, but I believe that they were, like, pushed into it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely see that. I mean, that happens with almost every Disney Channel movie. They all, everyone who likes each other in the movie, they always end up dating. Yeah, it just happens with almost every movie, honestly. And then it gets old. It does, because it's just like, okay, I'm not watching this movie because they might be in a relationship. I'm watching this movie because I'm invested in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they're really good at acting, you know that they don't have to like each other in real life. And then it's just kind of like, oh, so you just like each other in real life. You're you're not that good at acting. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Okay, wait, who are some of your favorite actors? Well, I already mentioned Zac Efron. Andrew Garfield. I also like Miles Teller a lot. Wait, are we talking about attraction or like who is like talented? Like talented? I really think um, all of them talented and attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially Miles Teller for being in Top Gun 2, that was a lot in terms of the actual flying in the F 18s and stuff. So I think that the fact that you can do that and act at the same time really shows that he's a talented guy. And Andrew Garfield has done such a wide variety of roles. So I like him as as an actor in that way. Like, oh, he has a really broad area that he's done. And Zac Efron, I guess sort of the same thing. I mean, first in his career, it was kind of like, Everyone just wanted him because he was hot. But now he's going on to do more interesting roles. Like, um, have you seen his new show? No. Uh, um, It's on Netflix. It's called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. It's kind of newish. Watched it a while ago. Um, I think season two is coming out, but I don't have Netflix, so I can't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you're bawling at that. Uh, (laughs) Miles Teller's face annoys me so much. And if I see that clip of him from the movie, which I haven't watched, where they think he's so hot, if I see that one more time, I'm going to scream. I love that clip. What are you talking about? Okay, so I love it especially. I love that movie. I went to go see it twice because um, it was filmed here. So I feel like it makes me feel so proud to live here because it's the middle of the Mojave Desert. And then they made it all cool and trendy because it's in Top Gun 2. Um, and just knowing that he was here in Ridgecrest, 
sing with um, Tom Cruise. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> and I, I do get it that, like, maybe this is just a phase. I mean, everyone's wearing a mustache now. Like, that's, that's not going to last forever. But I think it's fun. And I do think he is really handsome, so. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I guess to each his own. I was with you on Andrew Garfield and Zach Efron, but this guy's face, it's just like, it does bother me. I'm not saying he's not talented. That's why I wasn't arguing yeah, with you well, on that point. I don't, um, I don't like him as a younger guy. Like, I don't think he's really attractive. He just looks too much like a little boy, I feel like. I mean, he wasn't bad looking, but he looks so much better now that he's older. Yeah, no, I, I got you there. And then, okay, you mentioned three guys, but do you have any women in mind? Um, I mean, I like Zendaya. I don't watch a lot of her stuff. Um, I don't really have, not a lot, honestly. Dang. Well, yeah, like, women actors are amazing. I'm just surprised. Okay. You're more focused There's on fun. the guys. Well, yeah, I just feel like they do way more. I don't know. Well, yeah, what like, about you? Oh, obviously to the top, Lucille Ball. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, we're talking people in the past, then yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm meaning any time. I don't give a flip. Okay, I love Audrey Hepburn so much. And I, I really do like Lucille Ball. I love her show. So, yeah, those it, are... The- she was so talented, dude. So yeah. stinking talented. It's, it's amazing. I aspire to be here, but obviously I don't do a good job, so. <laughs> well, no, you have the red hair, the natural oh, yeah. red hair. I aspire to be here because I'm not. Um, but currently, there's just not a lot of good actresses, I feel like, or any rising stars in general. They're just all old now. Have you noticed that? I mean, everyone who's in the Marvel movies, they're all really old. And um, I don't know. What's her name? Brie Larson? What do, what do you think of Brie Larson? Uh, I did not like her movie. Like, I did not like Captain Marvel at all. And I haven't really seen her in anything else, so I can't really judge Is it based on one movie. I'm honestly so shocked that she was chosen for that role. She is a terrible actress. She is. She is, really. <laughs> it, it shocks me. Like, yes, she's pretty, and she looks a part. But that's it. But even if you, and, and I'm nitpicking here, but I can't help myself. She has a running scene in the movie and she runs like so basic. It's really <laughs> sad. Oh my gosh. I'll have to find that scene because I watched it a long time ago. So I don't remember, but I remember that I didn't like it. So I never watched it again. Yeah. For some reason I watched it twice in theaters and I normally don't do that. I don't know why I did that. Uh, Okay, and then I talked about this one movie um, on a past episode, uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Did you watch that movie? It was just in theaters. No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, take a gander at Google if you want. It was a very interesting movie, and I think you would actually like it. Um, relatively-ish clean, um, but there is a lady in there who's uh, kind of one of the top main characters, I feel like she's totally, totally going to be famous. Um, what's what's her name? Dang it. Of course, I don't have this ready. Uh, here, let's see. It, it's like placed in Hungary, but it's supposed to be uh, a movie based in France. Uh, okay. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Well, I don't know if you can hear that. Oh, say it again. 
but we live right by like a really busy street so if a motorcycle goes by i apologize no you're fine i didn't even notice it actually um okay her name is alba but baptista oh wow that's quite a name yeah yeah she i feel like is about to become like one of the main car- uh like stars in acting right now okay yeah i can't find it um but i'll definitely look at that i yeah i don't even know what it's about the movie yeah, the the basic premise is uh, a poor lady in the UK uh, want you know basically like she wants to get this very expensive dress in Paris, Dior, you know that big company, and they show the process of her finding a way to get this dress, and just a lot of things happen along the way. So, yeah, That's cool. it, it, like it's just beautiful. Method. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Then, uh, okay. So. What are some of your uh, favorite Disney movies? Favorite Disney movies? Um, honestly, I feel like Disney owns everything now. <laughs> true, true, true. I really like The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, that, that one's pretty good. I did change it a little from the book, but... <laughs> I also like gonna sound dumb okay i know this movie's dumb it kind of sucks but um high school musical so so bad i just love to watch them and just pick out everything that i would have done differently like (laughs) i can't stop watching them because they're so bad you know but then zach efron's kind of cute so (laughs) and there's that's a bonus (laughs) but i i like those movies um I guess Disney owns Star Wars, so I like Star Wars. The original three. I hate the new ones. The eight, uh, seven, eight, nine? Yeah. Not good. Seven had potential with the characters that they introduced, but it was just a repeat of New Hope. They were like, oh my god. <laughs> what if we had a weapon that kills planets? It's like, uh, yeah, you did that. <laughs> So, I don't like that one. They, I didn't even watch 8 because it was so bad. Everyone told me not to watch it. So, I never actually watched it. But I did go watch 9 in theaters. And I really didn't like it because, I mean, I don't want to spoil the movies. But just the, what they did with Ray, it was just so bad. Like, she's so random. I hate it. And they made all the guy characters weak. Like, they ruined Poe. They ruined Finn. And then they tried to make her likable. And they're, you have to like Ray. Like, well, then make me like her. Not She can't just be likable because she's a girl. Come on. True. Like, make, make her a hero and sacrifice something. Or, you know, I don't know. Most good movies have to have sacrifice in them to make them good, I think. And movies these days just aren't really doing it. Action movies specifically. Like, Marvel movies used to be great. Like, Captain America is such a good story. It's not my favorite Marvel movie, but I really like just the, the sacrifice and the character. And then now you look at, what's that newest one? Like, the multiverse of madness. Like, where's the where's the character to look up to in that kind of movie it's just not there anymore dang going off juliana i love it i love talking about movies like they suck now 
I don't I don't know what it is. The best movie that's come out recently is honestly Top Gun. And part of it is the sacrifice and the character development that you see, like the arch throughout the whole story. And honestly, I, I'm just going on right now, but I love that movie. So Okay, I probably do need to watch it because, yeah, people won't stop yeah. talking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should- hey, did you watch Moon Knight on Disney Plus? No. Did you? Yeah. Worst experience of my life. Oh, my gosh. I, I've heard different things about it. Is it bad? Like, bad? Confusing. And that literally, that's what the director said. My goal is to confuse people. Why? That's that's weird. And it's the I guy who's Poe. Uh, that that's yeah. the actor for it. And mm-hmm. he did a good job, I guess. But like he he did, I guess he did the best with what he had. But it was just stupid. The whole thing was stupid. Like seriously, I kept on like waiting for the next episode, and I'd be like, okay, now it's gonna get good. Okay, now it's gonna get good, and it got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I don't like that. I like when shows get better the more you go on. I honestly. I tried to watch Loki, but I couldn't. It just felt so weird. Like, the timekeepers, I'm like, what is that? Just, what, what is going on? Thank it, you. I hated that show, too. Thank I, you. As much as I like No Way Home, opening the multiverse is just an excuse to be lazy because the characters are getting old. They need to introduce new people. They're running out of ideas. It's like, it just feels so lazy to open the multiverse. And then... Yeah, I don't like it at all. Do you like DC? No, I don't. I I don't like... Yeah, I don't like it at all. Wonder Woman was okay, but I never watched the second one, so I don't know. Did you watch the second one? I watched parts of it, and I hated it. It was terrible. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. They just don't do a good job with the whole hero thing again, like... Wonder Woman is good because of, um, what's his name? Chris Pine. He played that character. And is again, he was such a hero. And then, I don't know. I haven't seen all the other ones, so I can't really judge. Maybe there are good characters, but kind of doubt it. Um, like, did you watch the Batman, that movie? The newest one? Yeah. No, I haven't watched it. What, what do you think? Don't, don't watch <gasps> it. Wow. Like... I watched it, I kind of, I don't know, it was, it was bad, they were just, like, pushing an agenda the whole time, with the whole, like, uh, white men are bad, and racist, and they're all bitch, and all that stuff, you know, stuff like that, and it really took away from the whole movie, it, it really didn't contribute anything, but, like, the whole point was just to get that across, and, it, and they did it poorly. If, we, if that's going to be the point, at least do a good job at it. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't watch that movie again. Oh, uh, what about Aquaman? Never seen it, but, I mean, I've heard a lot about it, some parts of it. It just looks very um, corny, in my opinion. And the only reason people liked it is because of Jason Momoa, because he's supposed to be, like, attractive or something. But, you know, I don't really, I don't see it. I mean, I see it. But it's not enough for me to want to watch the movie. 
it, it was one of the first movies I watched because I think I've just been spoiled my whole life. I've watched like mostly just actually good movies. And so I don't think anything of it. I'm watching a movie. I'm enjoying it. This was the first movie I watched where I was like, oh, this actually sucks. Like this yeah. is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe it because it, the plot just sounds dumb. It, it's just like it should have ended at like an hour before it, it was done. And uh, it reminds me of the Justice League, which I didn't watch that, but I've heard it was close to four hours. And people were just like, what is going on? Yeah, it's just bad. DC doesn't know how to get their stuff together. And Marvel did for a long time, but now not so much. It's not, it's not really hitting the spot anymore. Yeah, because they went woke. And once you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> yes, for me. <laughs> okay, I want to ask you this. Uh, okay. What streaming platforms do you use? Uh, I don't know. I mean, okay, like, watch stuff on, we don't have Disney Plus, and we don't have Netflix. So mostly or voodoo but honestly um it just depends on i'm um, kind of indifferent about it. it depends on if you're talking about what's the uh, what has the best movies or what's the most used whatever um but we own a lot of the movies that we like like we still use dvds so honestly the best movies we probably own it on blu-ray or something like that so, honestly, if we got rid of our streaming services, that would not be a problem. Although, there's some stuff on Amazon, like Amazon Prime. But, honestly, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, and it seems like kind of the two that are the kings are uh, Disney Plus and Netflix, and they're kind of going head-to-head. Um, and then all the others are just like kind of random and then they're creating new ones every day and it's just like, oh yeah, you got to have 40 different memberships and then it costs more than cable. It's just kind of stupid at this point. Yeah, it is. It's very stupid. I need that many and I like Disney plus, but honestly we got rid of it a while ago and we rarely miss it. You know, there's just a couple shows like, but nothing new that comes out, I'm like, oh, yes, no, none of your Disney Plus originals are really good. Um, that's another thing I don't like, the streaming services making their originals, and they just, they're a lot of times not good. Like, um, I don't know, Amazon Prime does the same thing. They came out with that Cinderella movie with the, whatever you want to call C- it. Cam- Camilla Cabello? What's her name? Yeah. I don't know. Who, can't sing. I mean, maybe she can, but I can't tell under all the audio tunes. So <laughs> it it was just it was just bad. All <laughs> and uh, the only good Disney Plus original was Zombies Three. I'm pretty sure it was an original, and there were so many things about it that I absolutely despise. But it was very interesting. Like the aliens come to Earth, and they're like. No, we don't have conflict. We're peaceful. And I'm like, oh, no, they're going to be communist. But then, in the end, it the main character ends up being like, no, like, we need conflict. It helps us grow and strive to be better. We can't all be the same. And I was like, wow, actually, like, a great You know, if you look past the fact that there's zombies and aliens and werewolves, that, like, 
you know, you can get some <laughs> some wholesome truth from that. Amen. But it was, yeah, it was still a really dumb movie. Ooh. I enjoyed it. Okay, did you uh, did you like or like do you like Christian movies in general? What are your thoughts on Christian movies? Um, I mean, a few of them can be good. I really like Kirk Cameron as an actor. I think he's a good actor, and his movies are good. I haven't seen like a whole lot. There's just not a lot out there, or if they are, they're not doing a good job advertising them. A lot of times, I think the label like Christian movie can turn off a lot of people who aren't Christian. But um, yeah, most of them are fine. I haven't seen a whole lot though, so I don't. I don't really know why. Like, are they just not popular? I mean, definitely guess, or they're just they're just not um, advertised enough. I don't know. Yeah, like the God's Not Dead. That one was. It it was okay. Like a lot of them, they can end up just being really cheesy, and I think we don't realize that it's actually like full propaganda. But I think sometimes more the Daily Wire strategy of making a movie with a good message but not advertising it in a certain way can actually be more effective. Yeah, we. I was just talking about this the other day with my friends and my sister. Um, how if you try to hammer in a point, a lot of times. It just makes the story less good, but, like, what's the greatest story of all time? Like, it's the gospel. Everyone, like, that's the best story. And the best movies, in my opinion, have that kind of theme. So, like, the Narnia movies, I love those movies and that, that story and stuff. Or Cinderella, even, like, she's a servant her whole life, and it just, she's such a good representation of Christ. And then... I just think we can preach the gospel through stories rather than maybe um, like explicitly making it a Christian movie. I think people will be drawn to it if we don't say that, you know, we'll, if we put godly principles in the movie, um, I think I think they're successful, honestly, and we don't even realize it. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Even uh, trying to, it's going to sound weird, but like, yeah, it is in a sense of propaganda. Uh, yeah, and you could do it with religion. But even thinking about uh, All the President's Men, that's a very famous movie where it was showing, uh, highlighting the Watergate, uh, Nixon, you know, uh, crisis, a scandal, whatever you want to call it. Um, and after that movie, that inspired a ton of people to become journalists because it made it look cool. Like, I've right. thought, why can't we do that, like, where we make a certain trade that we need, like, plumbers or something like that, like, making it actually look cool, because it is possible, like, Zac Efron yeah. making plumbing look cool, like, I don't know, I just think that we could actually, like, push for things that we need in society. Yeah. With the first Top Gun movie, after that one came out, a bunch of people uh, joined the Navy, um, they went to flight school or whatever, um, because they were inspired by that movie, because it made it look so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really powerful way to make something trendy. And we need to be careful what they're putting in the movies because lately they're making trendy stuff. It's really bad what they're putting in the movies. So I think there's a lot of power in movies, more than we realize. Mm-hmm. And plus, people like to be entertained. People like to relax. That's, so there's yeah. always going to be movies. Yeah, it's true. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do you think of Broadway? Like uh, Broadway type movies? Like musicals? Things like that? Um, I'm going to be honest. There's like two Broadway musicals that I like. I just don't like songs on Broadway. They're just so, um, in my opinion, they're just like weird a lot of times. <laughs> it's it's like they're having a conversation, but they're singing. I'm like, just talk like a normal person. Um, some musicals can be really good. I like The Greatest Showman. I like Hairspray. Um, but I like Newsies. That's a Broadway musical. That okay, that's good. one that Zac Efron isn't in. I was about to get worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's ever been on Broadway. Um, yeah, there's not a lot that I like. I'm Phantom, Phantom of the Opera is okay. It's really creepy. Um, I don't. I'm scared of the people who say that Christine should have gone with the Phantom. I'm genuinely scared of those kind of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you no, know, he's creepy. He's literally obsessive. Like that's not love. Like Raoul actually has true love for her, and he's gonna die for her or whatever. He doesn't spoiler. I'm spoiling so much stuff right here. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, have you seen it? Like, listen to that? Uh, Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. I've heard the iconic songs. I have not watched the movie. It just looks boring to me, and I know that sounds bad, but yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like Gerard Butler as the Phantom. Michael Crawford Mm -hmm. is the Phantom. Like, he's the best one to ever do that. But I do like the actress who played Christine. Um, I don't remember. I think Sarah Brightman was on Broadway, and I do not like her. She's, like, one of the most iconic Christines ever, but I... I really hate her voice, so. Um, but that one's, like, an iconic one that I feel like everyone knows about. I'm trying to think of any other musicals. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hello, yeah. Dolly. Oh, Hello, Dolly's really good. Yes. I like that. Okay, we finally agree about something. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, what are your favorite musicals? No, definitely up there. Hello, Dolly. Like, it's my favorite movie, okay. actually, the one with Barbara Streisand. Really? Okay, that's awesome. I love that movie. We watch that a lot. It is perfection. It makes me excited for life. It makes me feel good. My heart grows. It's just amazing. I love it so much, yeah. The songs are good. She's such a good actress. Um, yeah, it's just good all around. Uh, Sound of Music. Uh, oh, yeah, that one's good, too. See, I'm just forgetting all the musicals. Sound of Music is really good. And, um, do you like Mary Poppins? Okay, I need to, like, I only watched it whenever I was little. I need to, like, actually sit down and watch it, watch it. I feel like I will like it, though. Do you like it? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it in so many years. I feel like, again, I should watch it. I should just sit down and watch it. But I bet I would. I just, I don't remember liking it a lot when I was younger. But I really like Sound of Music a lot. It is iconic. Like, it's really one of the best movies ever. It is you forget that it's a movie. Like, you're in that world. It is... Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so good. And the songs are good, too. They're not They're not the weird <laughs> talking conversation Broadway <laughs> that I don't like at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't lie to you. Actually, Broadway music is probably some of my favorite, but some of it does suck. I'll definitely agree with you there. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite... Some of... Actually, what's some of your least favorite Broadway musicals? Oh, um, okay. Okay. So here's the thing with me. I listen more to the soundtracks and actually watching the, right. the, yeah, yeah the plays. Just, um, just fine. So. 
Yeah, yeah. Into the Woods, though, I, it irritates me. Like, almost all the music in Into the Woods irritates me. Thank you. I do not like Into the Woods at all. <laughs> I mean, the movie? I, I haven't seen, like, the movie. I just watched a recording of the... I don't know if it was on Broadway. I've watched it, though. Did not like it. And the movie just looks terrible. Well, it so just bad. sounds lame. Like, there's only one good song, uh something about two it takes two or something that's the only good song everything else is just annoying and sucks uh so do you know steven sondheim no i don't i don't okay so he's like super iconic he's written like a bunch of uh different musicals probably the one you have heard of west side story oh yeah so yeah he writes songs like so well and one of them is into the woods and it's just like summer hits summer uh summer like, you know, some are good. And then another one that's, like, really creepy is, uh, dang it, Johnny Depp is in it. Um, gosh, I can't remember. But basically, it's, like, about this barber that begins murdering people and is a cannibal. And like, it's so creepy. That is. <laughs> yeah, and I've never watched it. I'm not going to. But, like, yeah, there was this one girl that I knew, and she was, like, that's one of my favorite musicals. And I was, like, then I don't want to know you. Like, that's, yeah, that's really not okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like movies like that, or shows, or stories, plays, whatever. Just kind of, kind of weird. Yeah, like seriously though. <laughs> um, okay, I was gonna ask you. Uh, have you seen? Have you seen the Notebook? Okay, what do you think? Um, I don't like it at all. Yeah. What are the most overrated movies? <laughs> Of all time. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I've never seen it and I never want to. Don't. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, it, there's so many movies like that. What every Like, everybody talks about it and it's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, actually one that is pretty iconic, one actress that she always seems to be in, like, actually surprisingly pleasant movies is Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, we just watched Legally Blonde last night. Such a good movie. Funny. It's very funny. And, like, yeah, there's a lot to the story. And it's, it's yeah. you know, it's got complexities of its own. And, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you get a nice ending. Like, and then Sweet Home Alabama. Like, that's also a really funny movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that one. I really want to watch it, but I haven't yet. Oh, you'll love it. it it's just very yeah. pleasant and nice. Yeah. She's in a lot of good movies. Yeah, they, like, they've been kind just, to her. Uh, yeah yeah she's i guess she would be one of my favorite actresses in terms of like i like all the movies that she's been in pretty much so i guess there's one because i have a really hard time thinking of them until until i mention oh i like that movie well, okay there was this there was this one girl that i knew a bit ago and we were doing this internship together and she actually wants to be an actress uh she's blonde Drop Dead Gorgeous played uh, plays on a college soccer team, like she's got the look. But it was okay, interesting, yeah. and like she's she's been an extra in several movies, and she'll like mm-hmm. you know at the drop of a hat if she figures out oh in Dallas they're going to be doing this movie or whatever uh, they need an extra like she'll go there. So like she's dedicated, she's pretty serious about it. But one yes. thing like I noticed in her personality was like she 
is so like, I want to look cool. I want to be cool. So you don't see her ever like yell or scream or be crazy. She's always very muted and monotone. And I was just like, Hey, how are you going to do it? Like, what are you going to do whenever they say you have to dance all crazy and look like a fool? Like you, you can't do that. And it was like, she didn't have an answer for me. I, it's just like, I feel like the best actors and actresses have to look so stupid sometimes and they have to get yeah, over it. Absolutely. Yeah. You really have to just kind of get over yourself and your pride to do really stupid stuff. I mean, that was, <laughs> this is a really small thing, but when we did one of our movies, it was like a dream scene and I had to be a monster in the dream scene. And so I had to pounce at the camera and that was one of the worst things that I ever had to do for like any movie. But <laughs> I'm glad I did it because <laughs> I mean, looking back, it's just so funny. And the bloopers are hilarious because I had to do it like five different times. But I mean, that was a lesson. I was like, wow, I look really dumb, but I have to do this for the movie, you know? And it's kind of like, do I, would I be able to do that? Because obviously if I want it as a career, you have to be able to get over that. Um, And that's a struggle for sure. But (laughs) afterwards it's fun and you can laugh about it. I'm I'm laughing about it just thinking about it. But no, it's, it's a part that people don't think about. Yeah, seriously. They think, oh, you could be an actress, like, oh, that's so cool, but then you don't always start out at that super serious, cool role. Mm-hmm. Um, have a lot of steps to get there. Um, but yeah, that's a good point, because it's something that most people don't think about. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and the... Like, definitely, she would have the look, but I was, I started actually asking her some probably, like, pretty racy questions. I was like, okay, well, what if they say that you have to have a makeout scene with an 80-year-old man, or a makeout scene with an 80-year-old woman? Like, it's just part of the movie. I was like, would you do it? Would you do it? And she was just like, oh, uh, and I was like, yeah, have you thought about it? Because that's the only way that you'll be able to, like, you have to do this movie, and then you, that'll get you to this movie. It's just people, they're not thinking down the logical conclusions down the line, because, a movie would totally make a young woman make out with an old man. That's not out of the question. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I know. I know my mind goes to weird places, but it's just like, (laughs) she's never been asked those questions before. She's just only told, oh, you're so pretty. You're so pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, she she needs to get over that. Um, And I wonder if I'll see her like on the silver screen one day. Uh, Okay, but... You have been doing acting for a while. Do you feel like actors in general need schooling, need education? What do you think? Um, some do, but I mean, looking at people in Hollywood right now, some of them are really bad acting, yet <laughs> so, so up there, and it's like, how did they get there? And maybe they went to acting school, maybe they didn't. It doesn't really make a difference, I think. I mean, maybe people look at that, when they're trying to hire you, I honestly don't know. I haven't really looked into that, but it just depends. I mean, acting is definitely something that you can learn to do, but some people are just born good at it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was born. I love it. I'm not good at it. I don't think, I mean, but I wouldn't really want to go to acting school because I don't think it would be very beneficial. I don't know. I would get a coach or something, but to go to a school, it just doesn't seem like the best idea. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And, and of course, you know, I disagree with you. I think you are very good. Uh, otherwise, I probably wouldn't be doing a whole podcast with you about this. Um, 
but then there's some interesting like you know situations with people like uh you know classic one the rock he was a wrestler and all that and then he goes into the acting world and he's good like you know i know that his roles are really like stupid and all that but like he was he's really good and like you just see some people it they were raised and and they went to what is it like Juilliard and the theater schools and all that and that's why they're really good but it's just like you compare one to the other and you're like what is this it yeah. doesn't make sense yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> and in my town there's a lot of um people who are really talented at singing and acting they haven't done any plays in a while but um just our whole town is kind of like a theater town it's kind of you know weird but they're really talented people and none of them have gone to school for that um they're just like around people who are good but will also um give them advice um they're not gonna be like hey you're really good not you know which is important because if you're always told that you're good you're probably not gonna get any better so honestly the best thing is just uh, knowing what you can work on it because you can always work on something you're never perfect at anything so acting school uh, I don't know just I don't know how much it costs but I'm assuming it's a lot you could go but you're not guaranteed that it's going to benefit you later kind of like college true true yeah and then like but there's some people they go to college and they major in theater yeah it's expensive. I don't know. I feel like that's a waste a little bit. Yeah, I I think it can be. I don't I don't really know. I don't see myself going to college, but if I have to do that to get a career in the field I want, then I might. Yeah. But honestly, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking, looking around. Well, yeah, no. In, in your situation, if you were going, if you were forced to go to college, I could understand why you would major in theater. Um, but then hopefully they wouldn't like make you into like whatever they want for their system. Like they wouldn't change you and t- almost like strip away your natural talents. Like uh, that would be a shame, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it probably would be. But I, I won't judge you if you do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. So let's, let's end on this question. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Snow Buddies. You I mean, uh, so underrated and nobody knows about it okay that joke was terrible and that movie sounds terrible no i actually i hate snowbodies i mean i haven't seen it in years but no it's not good my favorite christmas movie is it's a wonderful life probably because it's iconic again it's just like a, a great story um i like white christmas as well but um not really any of the new christmas movies um, do you, do you have fav- a favorite Christmas movie? Oh, White Christmas is probably really high up there, uh, with Rosemary Clooney, right? Uh, yes. Oh my gosh. I, I love that movie. And yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Um, what's another one? Holiday Inn is kind of seen as a, a kind of a similar ish movie with Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one, but I, I mean, it's iconic probably. Oh yeah. You would love it for sure. You would. Yeah. Uh, what's what's uh okay everyone loves elf and i love elf too but i can understand people rolling their eyes at that you don't like elf um no i don't but i'm not gonna judge anyone who 
likes Elf because basically everyone I know loves that movie. So if I didn't, if I judge them, I probably wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember in A White Christmas? Okay, there was Rosemary, and then she had her. She had her sister. Uh, uh-huh. Judy was her name in the movie. Um, okay. She had this. Uh, gosh, I think it might be. I hope I'm not watching this, either an illness or an insecurity. One of those with her neck. You never see her neck the whole movie, and she Wait. always wears something covering it. Wait, the younger sister? Well, which one's supposed to be younger, uh, Rosemary Clooney or the other one? What? Junie? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, Judy. Judy never shows her neck the whole movie. That is so weird. How have I not noticed that? Yeah, that gosh, I forget what it is. If it's like a sickness or something like that, or like if she has a, like a rash, or if it's really just an insecurity. Um, oh, that's so weird. I thought it was weird too. Uh, but yeah, she's so talented. Oh yeah. Oh, and she suffer, uh, She did suffer from anorexia. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, poor thing. Um, and then oh yeah, she was known to have the smallest waist in Hollywood. Whoa. <laughs> so she was so, so tiny. I don't even know how she had the strength uh, to to do that role because it did take quite a bit. Uh, and then she was also a lifelong uh, Republican. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just remember that, never seeing her neck. And then Rosemary Clooney is seriously one of the best singers, uh, women singers I've, I've ever heard. I love her voice. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. For sure. She has such an amazing voice. That whole cast is so talented. And we only watch that movie once a year. Like, why don't we watch it more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bing Crosby was like 30 years older than Rosemary Clooney, yet they had a love interest for each other. <laughs> that's a bit much. I feel like that's every old movie, though. True. Like Grace Kelly and Cary Grant in To Catch a Thief. Yeah. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yes, I love that movie. The age difference in that one was pretty astounding as well. I forget what it was, but it was similar. Yeah. Basically, um, every movie Audrey Hepburn is in, guys, way older. Whoa. <laughs> Since when did that not become normal? Because now, now if that was a thing, it would just be creepy. Yeah. But I was just like, when did that change? I don't know. Idea. Maybe guys just got worse and less gentlemanly. Audrey Hepburn was flawless in every way I have because, okay, this is my take on everybody. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. So, and hers isn't even that bad, but I figured out what hers was. Her legs are a little bit bigger. That's it. And it's not even bad. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. I I never would have thought of that. My mind goes to weird places. So (laughs) I'm, I'm definitely not normal. Um, okay, but hey, Juliana, I really do appreciate you coming on to the show. Uh, will you come on again in the future? Uh, sure, I'm potentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying soon. I'm just saying I hope you come on again because like, I really enjoy talking movies and all this kind of stuff with you. And then it's- remember her name, guys, because she's going to be famous. Um, so yeah, sorry for all the technical difficulties we had, but uh, yeah, I-, I really enjoyed this. Okay, so uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show, and I hope you have the best day ever. Seriously, the best. All right, goodbye.